Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the PAX Rising Post Game Show. My name is Ramon Chavez. I'm alongside, and alongside me is Edwin Perez here at Wild Horse Pass. It is a windy night, so if you catch us grabbing stuff and keeping the lights off, uh, keeping the lights on, <laughs> and still, uh, just don't worry about it. But great win tonight by Rising 3 0. Exciting time. Uh, see, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Greg Hurst with a, with a brace, a first half brace, and then Richmond Antwi sealed the deal. Uh, in the last minutes of the game to make it 3-0 final. Rising once again beat San Antonio FC, giving them the second loss of the season to them, the only losses of the season, uh, Edwin and everybody else. So a uh, great time tonight. Edwin, how you feeling? Uh, I'm worried about the wind, as you mentioned. <laughs> uh, if one of the lights falls, uh, I apologize. But, I mean, it's only fitting that they make it hard on me on my final <laughs> final show. Oh, man, we got to talk about that for sure, yeah. But, I mean, it's great to go out on top of a win. Yeah. Uh, definitely not the, the best first half. Okay. But I think, obviously, you got to celebrate Greg Hurst's goals. I mean, yeah. especially the second one. What a golazo. And, yeah. and what a win because it's not an easy win. You no. know, it's a huge lead points for Rising. Yeah, yeah. San Antonio, one of the best defenses in the league, rarely give up any goals. Tonight, uh, Greg Hurst was able to, you know, uh, score those two goals. But Rising was able to find the spaces between their lines in order to take advantage of those opportunities. So, uh, props to Rising. They were able to get by this really tough San Antonio defense, which, again, is one of the top teams in the league as well. And so a great win tonight, definitely. But let's talk about the other side a little bit, too, like everyone was saying. It could have been a little bit worse. The defense is still porous for Rising. The back line definitely needs some work. Um, we were talking earlier, Edwin, that I would have maybe liked to be happily instead of Madrid um, when uh, Lambert went out uh, off injured because I wanted to see him play that center back position a little bit more because that's something that rising definitely and really need uh, some help in. So what did you, what did you make of that? Well, yeah, before I get, I get to that, I think you yeah. got to go back to your first point and it's, it's not here us being somber and all that. We got to yeah, be yeah. nitpicky. I mean, let's be honest. I, I, I was telling you and I was telling the other people up here in the media, mm -hmm. it could have easily been three to San ben Antonio. Lund. There ben was Lund. a lot yeah. of finishing. Mm -hmm. Speed was killing them, right? Yeah. It's speed. It looks like everything they wanted offensively. There was holes. Yeah. I think Farrell did not have a great game mm -hmm. at all. Nothing against Farrell. I think he's got to figure it out. But that clearly wasn't a great game for him. And so when Lammer went down with the injury, which obviously is a huge, you know, huge area of concern, yeah. he kind of brings the pace of the defense. So mm -hmm. to replace him with Emmanuel Madrid is a tough because yeah. Madrid is a physical defender. And I, I've rated what he's done this season, yeah. but – I mean, he came in and he got a foul. So yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's he, how physical, that physical he is. Guy, but after what you saw in the first off, you're like, we need someone pacey, right? And yeah. I'm not saying that you know Seaver's gonna bring you know so much pace, but I think he would bring more pace <laughs> than that Manuel Madrid would have. So yeah, I think I, I agree with you in that sense, and especially because I think the questions are gonna be asked about moving forward, especially with the Lambert injury now. Yeah, who's gonna slot in? Yeah, there? hopefully it's okay. He he came back in the second half. He looked, you know, he was able to walk, so not too bad. Um, I do want to give a big shout out to Tyler for being in the chat uh, ever since I was created, just coming away. So I always love that from you guys. Um, Albert here with the good comment. The question is, how does Ramon feel with Greg Hurst when he keeps throwing it in his face? <laughs> I legit, when he scored his second goal, because I was over there in the first half uh, by the field, I legit thought Hurst was going to come by because he, he saw me. And I thought he was going to come by and do and like point or something, but... Nah, he was good about it. He, you guys uh, are friends now after that. Yeah, podcast. he's cool. We're all cool. Yeah, no. But, yeah, definitely something to keep an eye out, right? Um, Aaron here, he's uh, ranking his uh, um, his rising, rising goals, goals of all time. There you go, the Jason Johnson scissor kick, of course. Legendary. Yeah, he's saying that this 
you know, one of the comments here was it should be on the SE top 10. We saw Saeed has a couple of weeks ago. And uh, with this one, I think he might be in there as well. What do you think? I think he's a, I mean, heck of a goal. I mean, not a goal I expected to go in because, I mean, off the chest, playing like that, it's hard to hit. Yeah. You know, it's hard to get get that yeah. control. And he hit a top ends. It's not like it was a weak goal that dribbled in. Yeah. It was a beautiful top mm-hmm. ends off the chest. Nice, nice overall play. You know, a goal that I think completely changed the game. Yeah. San Antonio had all the momentum in the side. They should have scored and all mm-hmm. that. That deflated them going through that half 2-0. Yep. That was tough for them. So, I mean, yeah. a huge goal. And, I mean, what a goal. Yeah, it's demoralizing in a way because San Antonio had been playing really well. They just weren't able to get on the on the score sheet. And when Greg Hurst just brings it down from that Babu pass in, in his chest and turns around and volley, even Jordan Farr after the goal, he got up and he's like, there's nothing I can do about that. So, definitely a great goal from, from Greg Hurst. And, and let's move on a little bit to talking about the lineup today. Um, no Ryan Flood, no Musa yet. Of course, Darnell King was missing due to the red card. We saw Babu up front. But then the top three, I think this is the top three that Rick Schantz needs to be going with moving forward. You have Marcus Epps playing some of his best uh, his, his best minutes of the entire season. Santi working hard on the left flank. And then you have Greg Hurst, who without him this season, I don't know where Rising would be. Because exactly. the, the dynamic that he brings to uh, not only connecting the midfield with the forwards, but also dropping down, being able to score, for example, with the first goal with the, with his head, you know, volley, uh, scissor kick in a way, and then connecting with Santi and Epps. Like, th- this guy just does it all, man. So what did you think of that front three tonight with uh, Rising? Well, at the start of the year, this is the front three that he started with. You yep. know, mm-hmm. everyone was healthy, you know, at the start of the year for a moment. This was the front three he went with, and he – and he yeah. stuck by his guns, even mm-hmm. when we were questioning Epps, even when we were questioning Santi's form, and we were saying, is Greg that number nine? This was the front three that he truly wants to stick by. And, I mean, it, we're, we're starting to see the fruits of it. Santi is getting into his groove. He's starting to to get that streak back. You know, he's, he's, he's starting to get closer and closer to that goal. Yeah. I think Epps, maybe his best game of the season, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, I think we saw a pretty good Epps who was creative. Yeah. Uh, he took on more shots, and he, he – he was more of the Epps I think a lot of fans wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And Greg Hurst, man. Um, nothing against Rapetto. And I, I know he can be a valuable option off the bench. But the all-around guy who's been mm-hmm. there to kind of save the rising front three has been Greg Hurst. He, yeah. he's, their, he's their answer at the number nine spot. So, I mm-hmm. mean, you got to give credit to them there. Yeah, they worked really well together. Marcus Epps, the San Antonio deep back line on skates. Every time he touched the ball, they were worried about what he was going to do, whether he was cutting in. And then one of the things that I really liked was Joey Calistri and him were connecting really well on that right side. There were a couple of times where Calistri didn't even have to say anything. He just understood where to take the space, and Epps was able to give him, uh, give him the ball, especially in those early few minutes. And Calistri was able to put in really good crosses. Um, Alex here, he says, the crossing game was really good tonight, which left me wondering, what if you had Repetto in there for some head uh, for some uh, shots? So, And that's the question, man, because yeah. I was a little bit surprised that Repetto wasn't starting but I think this is something that Rising needed just for them to be able to be a little bit more fluid in the attack. Sometimes Repetto, you know, I feel like sometimes he doesn't bring as much as Hurst is, and that's nothing wrong with Repetto. Yeah. Hurst is a, di- a completely different player, but sometimes I think Rising just need Hurst a little to do a little more of the heavy load creatively. So Yeah, and I think this could have been one of the better games for Repetto if he was given the chance yeah. because the crossing's finally there. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing is we need to see this more consistently from Rising before yeah. we can put Hurst in that starting lineup, right? 
because one game one game can you, you can look good in the crossing. The next, if you're not doing good in crossing, Repetto's just going to be useless yep. in that number nine spot in comparison to a Gray curse. So yes, sir. I, I just think that, yes, it could have been a deal for him today, but mm. I just want to see that more consistently from the team before yeah. I'm comfortable giving him more minutes in that situation. For sure, for sure. So I'm assuming Greg Hurst with this first half race, he's uh he's uh, in line for DraftKings king of the game. Am I, am I correct? Yes, you are correct. <laughs> the DraftKings king of the game himself. I thought I was doing a game in my last game, but I mean, Greg Hurst, you got to oh, give man. it to a man who, two goals. I mean, the first goal also, you redirect, you redirect. Right? That was great. It was, a, it was yeah. a great goal. But the second one, I mean, it's all the spotlight. And I mean, the man who made the difference, because that's what we're talking about, that first half, mm -hmm. San Antonio were attacking. And yeah, Greg Hurst's goals deflated them and kind of the momentum in the second half and yep. gave them that win. So credit to them there as we bring on the band himself, Owen. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing, sir? Hi. Uh, it's windy down there. The windy backdrop up here. kept like, I'm telling you what, we got our like workout just holding that backdrop up because that thing is like a massive, just like, it's kind of like a sail on a ship, you know, <laughs> like. That thing is blowing. It just catches all the air. That, well, let me tell you. If the arm workout happened. If Jacob was here right now, hopefully Jacob's not watching, you'd be worried about these lights in the center. Cause I it's, can see him shaking. It's I, a little uh, shaky. They're just hey. waving hello to you. That's all yeah. they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, what are we talking about? Come on, boys. So we just got done talking about, of course, Greg Hurst and his first half race. Uh, Phenomenal performance by him, right? One thing to note, though, yeah. it felt as though they were giving him a bit of space in that first half. Mm -hmm. For all the talk that we've given San Antonio in the past about how they were a very good side, you know, and, and all of that, it he, they gave him almost too much space in that first half, and he made them pay. Yeah. Greg Hurst is really setting himself that kind of position, or positioning himself, I guess, as the one to watch on this rising team. And that goal today, he said it himself, right? That second goal, probably the best goal he scored in his career. Wow. He said, a lot of it was lost in the adrenaline. You'll have to watch it back. But <laughs> I probably heard him the best scream, goal yeah. he scored in his career. Wow. So I'm I'm very impressed mm -hmm. yet again. And I know I tweeted in the first half. Yeah. And I know I put someone on blast over here. Look, I'm happy to take the online bullying if Greg Hurst is going to continue to score goals, <laughs> especially goals like that. There we yeah. go. Greg, Greg, keep scoring goals. We can cyber bully him. As long as rising win, yeah. It's a great trade-off, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, yeah, Greg Hurst, he had a, a chance before that goal where he lit uh, San Antonio, like you're saying, they were just giving him space, and for some reason he was able to just con control the ball in the box. There was a chance earlier in the game where uh, the uh, San Antonio defender was able to stick his foot in there, and that was a sign the, of things to come because that uh, second goal that he scored, a Babu cross into the box, he was able to hold it down with his chest and then just uh, score that great goal. So definitely... Definitely some great stuff there from Greg Hurst. What did you feel? How did you feel about the front three of Epp, Santi, and Hurst? I think it was interesting. It, it worked to a degree today. Um, I think we saw a better Epp's performance than normal. Um, you know, we've been having all that speculation over him. Is he doing it? Is he getting it? Yeah. I think it was okay today. Um, mm -hmm. I think that Santi, look, you know, as, as a front three, they look dangerous. They cause some real chances. They won a lot of corners, yeah. especially. Um, and I think that in general today, when they had the chances, they were better perhaps than they have been in the past. Okay. Um, but hey, it's I, I I can live with that as a front three. And I think that ultimately, what we know is that Hurst 
deserved to be out there as a forward. He has earned that right. The way that he has played in recent weeks, he has earned that right. He is the guy on form. So if you see him again on the low wing, or if you see him again as a number 10, like Rick put him in uh, last week, Galaxy, would you be upset given the performance he just gave tonight? Yes. Yes. I, I think that playing Greg on the wing works when needed. Mm -hmm. But the emphasis is on needed. I think that's where you've got to think about it. Yeah. He can... He can do well, so well, number nine kind of role. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you play him there out of choice? At, at the moment, at least, the form that he's on, why wouldn't you play him there? Yeah, for sure. Um, I do also want to talk about Ben Lunt. If it wasn't for Ben Lunt, he had seven saves tonight. I don't think Rising is celebrating a 3-0 victory. A lot of big stop, stop, stops in the first half and some in the second half as well. So is that more of a compliment to Ben Lunt, his performance, or the fact that the Rising backline is still continuing to be a problem and we saw it tonight Lambert went off Madrid came in and the I think it stabilized a little bit but is it time for Lambert to move back to the midfield or what's going well, on well on that note we got to talk about injury situation Ooh, with Lambert. okay so, update the word from Rick Lambert went off with a hamstring issue not the hamstring that he's had problems with in the past but a hamstring issue nonetheless they took him off as a precaution yeah he still could be out for around a week However, they viewed that as the acceptable trade-off when the alternative is keep pushing and he might be gone for four or five. Um, so Lambert went off injured. Yeah. The other thing to note in there was that Ryan was supposed to be in the 18 today. Oh, okay. Uh, he called out late with a stomach bug. So um, when I say late, we're talking late. Late as in Jonah Levin was doing a public appearance at Wicked Brews at 5.45 when he got the phone call, get yourself to the ground during the 18. Wow. So, and he got to play tonight. And he got to play as well. Jesus. Like, wow. So, look, yeah. there were issues there when late changes. So you're saying Babu shouldn't even have been... Uh, well, Babu was going to play, right? Off the top of my head, I can't recall whether Rick said that Ryan was going to start or okay. Babu was going to start. Yeah, yeah. But between the two of them, one of them, obviously, was going to start. Um, and, and Ryan just wasn't available. I can see he's already with the... Hmm. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Well, hopefully Ryan is is fine. You know, it's I a, think, though, just back to the point, sorry, that you were yeah. on about with the, with the defensive line. There were still moments where they were struggling in that end of transition, and they were allowing San Antonio to pile pressure on. Um, Lump made some fantastic saves, uh, and there were one or two. Where I could hear the Peter Ramage in my head shouting, catch it, catch it, you know? It, but he still made the follow-up save, yeah. so... You can't really knock him for that. Mm -hmm. I think that all around, yeah, there, there are still ways to improve in the defense. But Yeah. And San Antonio is always dangerous uh, on the they counter. Are. There was a couple they of are. times where it looked like it was a, uh, a pinball machine just dinking the ball back and forth, and San Antonio was able to just get it all the way up with no issue. So props to the defense for doing their job. Props to Ben Lunt. Again, huge saves. He had seven tonight. So definitely uh, a big night again from Ben Lunt. Uh, before we continue, Owen, I do want to talk to you guys about OG's brand. So if you guys haven't yet, you guys need to stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our at OG's. They just announced their meat, which is a 3-milligram microdose option for those not wanting to dive right into the regular 10-milligram option. You can try their topic, tropical flavor in either sativa or indica strains, and these are available exclusively at Zen Leaf locations through May 11th. So if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG Brands has to offer, Go to ogsbrands.com, that's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com, to find OGs near you. Whew. 
<laughs> All right, Edwin, we're going to talk about you in a second, but oh. we've got some minute more to talk about the game, surely. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah. So, anything else from uh, Rick or who, who did you get to speak to, Greg, tonight? Uh, yeah, we spoke to Greg. Okay. Um, look, he, he said that it's, for example, that Richmond goal at the end, mm -hmm. and we've, we've talked about Richmond in the past. Richmond goal at the end was, you know, a massive thing for Richmond's confidence. Yeah. We need to be clear on that because he's a guy who. As Greg said, he comes into training every day, massive smile on his face. To see him actually get that goal and kind yep. of take that off his back is huge for a guy. Like, and again, we, we, it's like we're talking about with Hurst, right? Yeah. For a striker to get a goal is huge for your confidence. Mm -hmm. And when you've got a confident striker, that can do so much for you. Yep. So, yeah, I think just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Before we keep going, go ahead, Edwin. Scott Mitchell with the $20 support. Oh, my God. Scott Mitchell. As always, great analysis, guys. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Oh, my God. supporting on the chat. I appreciate it. Thank you so we much for that super chat. Man. I'm <laughs> so, one other thing to add in there as well. I think we should talk about the red card. Let's do it. Okay. So, those of you who are a bit confused about what happened, where it came from, why it was so late, I'll start on that one. So, <laughs> Babukar Jai comes in. He commits quite strongly. Very, very quick going in on the player. Yeah. He does one ball with that front leg. However, trailing leg totally wipes the player out. Yeah. In a way that does realistically kind of up itself to being a foul. Just purely the point, the mode, just the, the force involved there. It's a foul. Mm -hmm. There's a yellow card there. I can live with a yellow card on yeah. that one. And Rick conceded as well that, okay, Babu has to stay on his feet there. You know, he's going in and committing, and he had a good game. You know, he had a good game. Yeah, yeah. He was quite influential. I agree. But, you know, as he as he goes into ground in that kind of a way, it's a very risky play. Now, mm. the referee played on initially. I can only assume in this case that, Interventions come in from the fourth official or from AR1. That's the bench side of the system. Referee. Yeah. The reason why it took so long and normally doesn't take so long, mm -hmm. they weren't, they didn't have comms today. Oh, okay. They normally have, have headsets. You've got the little head earpiece by there, your little mm -hmm. mic. They talk to each other. The fourth official sees something that's a foul and the referee misses it. Yeah. He can say over the comms system, that's a foul. You've got to bring it back yellow for six. Yeah, yeah. In this case, they don't have comms. So they have to confer in person. Oh. And that slows the game down. So they had a little bit of a meeting, harder. San Antonio players all over them. Right, yeah. And it, at the end of the day, I think they came to the right decision. Yeah. I do think it was the right decision to give him a yellow card there for a second yellow. I think there were other decisions through the game where there were yellow cards that are defensible in law, but you can question what he was earning from that or what he was gaining from it, um, from giving that card. But, but not the one that saw Babu sent off. I think that... Yeah, I, I definitely think it was probably the right call there. The first yellow card on Babu, to my opinion, was a little bit questionable. I understand that one, but the second one, I see it now. Definitely yeah. came out a little bit too rough. He did get plenty of the ball. It was just the but fact it's that, that trailing yeah. leg that's just stuck out a bit and just wipes the guy out completely. Yeah. Uh, other players getting a yellow card: Santi Moore, Marcus Epps. Um, I think uh, who else? Uh, Rick Hurst here. got one on Richmond. the way out. He got one as he was walking out. Yeah, that's one of those two. It's to me, it was the, the Greg Hurst one and the Marcus Epps ones were ones where yeah. you look at them from the perspective of, are they correct in law? Yes. 
were they necessary or were there ways of managing? I don't think Greg was wasting that. time though. I think he had made plenty of a. He was near the touchline already. It, again, it's one that's defensible in law, but you have to question: Is it necessary yeah. for the game? Is it necessary for game management? And when you consider all of those things, then you get into that that kind of point where you say, "Yeah." Ultimately, you could probably live without the card, um, yeah. especially with how close he was. I get yeah. it if it was like he was being absurdly slow in the middle of the pitch. We're talking Greg was literally a few steps from giving the high five and yeah. getting off the pinch, and he got a yellow, and he mm -hmm. said, wait, what? Yeah. Like, it's not like he was, you know, being absurdly mm -hmm. slow. I mean, worse. that's the same pace that you're going to walk off, especially yeah. when you have the lead. And you there have are stuff. many ways to better manage that, yeah. 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 Definitely a problem. Uh, anything else of note uh, for tonight, uh, Owen? Anything Rick uh, said that's kind of stood out cool. to you? You know, I'll take one from Greg. I asked Greg what it was that, you know, San Antonio have not lost a game to anyone except Phoenix Rising, who have now done it twice. They've done the double. Mm -hmm. To me, oh, sorry, to him, the reason why they've come in wounded into both of those games, they've come in knowing that they've poorly performed in the game before. They haven't, you know, they've come off a loss and they come out and they are ready to go. And that's the been the difference maker that Rising's yeah. come in with that urgency. And for a team that, let's face it, has the quality to be any team in this league, yeah. any team whatsoever in this league, Phoenix Rising can beat them if they play to their best. Yeah. And that urgency is shown in both of those games, and that's why they've gotten the results. But what's the difference between San Antonio and last week at Galaxy? The urgency wasn't there last week. We saw it. You know, maybe the the, first, the two early goals kind of got to their head a little bit, but still doesn't excuse the result from last week, especially no, no, with Galaxy losing 4-0 to El Paso tonight, which was insane. So I understand the urgency. I understand the, the wanting to get up for a big game, especially against San Antonio being one of the top teams in the league. But still, as a, as a fan, it, it, you might question, like, okay, are these guys going to show up next week against Tampa Bay? Or are they yeah, going to show up I, I against Sacramento? You. I hear you. So. It's, it's a constant question, but I think that after it coming off now of a 3-0 win, it feels harsh to, to dwell on that one too much. Um, <laughs> let me be somber. Let me be that guy. No, no. I'm, I'm not going to let you be somber. The question of home versus away will always be the one that's and you know what? You know what? You could have got us 100 in the hours before this game on this Phoenix Rising win. Just mm. the Phoenix Rising win was plus 100. Well, Speaking of which... Oh, there we go. You want me to talk about DraftKings? Maybe we should talk about DraftKings. <laughs> Especially after that Canelo fight. Where you no, I don't want to talk about Canelo, man. That. Come on. Why'd you do that to me? Oh, my God. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> the Suns actually playing tomorrow at 1230. So just a heads up for that one. So if you guys are looking to bet on that game, you guys can definitely download DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, Suns lost uh, yesterday, I believe, and then they're 2-1. So I'm, I'm sure they're going to bounce back tomorrow. So. If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on any team to win, not just the Suns. They get $150 in free bets if they do. So you can also uh, you know, do some same-game parlays, and all new customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit, which is a really good deal. Uh, download Dra the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You do have to be 21 and over. Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Yes, sir. You know what we got to focus on now? What are we doing? I oh, think no. it's time for the dedication. Oh, oh my God. No. <laughs>
I didn't make this graphic. Let it be known. Oh, the, well, there a graphic? Get, there let's is a graphic. It. There's a graphic I hear. Uh, I'll throw it up. I'll throw it up right now. There it is. <laughs> we're waiting for it to come through. Yeah, our, we're we're, on, we're on like a little YouTube bit behind, guys, yeah. but we'll uh, yeah. love it. We'll see it in a sec. It's oh, my God. Did he stop? Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Not my graphic. Don't look at me. Not a memoriam. All right. Well, since, unfortunately, Devwin is leaving us. Edwin, we need you to come around this side, please. Oh, come around. That side. Walk around. You're joining Through us the in magic the light. of streaming. I, I was going to say uh, television. Well, you got to take off the thing, though, Hold so on, that way they can see us. Okay, okay. Here. Deadwin. Sit down, my first man. Time, first sit time. Down, sit down, sit down. No, you're not taking my mic. You can sit down. I don't know what's he going on here. He doesn't have a microphone, but I've just got to come are, over here. Are we going to sing to him? Because I'm not prepared for I that. mean, you can sing him a song. Sing him a song. I'm, I'm okay. Up. Maybe some Bad Bunny or something. We can't even hear you, Edwin, properly. But uh, All right. So people that don't know, uh, uh, tonight is Edwin's last broadcast with us. He's been an amazing uh, intern, person, confidant, friend, and uh, we're we're you know sorry you know to, to lose you and then you know we're gonna definitely miss you i know the chat is gonna the ceo is already calling for shots here uh but just from the bottom of my heart edwin you're gonna do great you know uh appreciate speaking you speaking of shots uh oh here we go guys courtesy of everyone up here and the, the uh, brand, we got a card here as well because <laughs> they're not a sponsor but um not a sponsor edwin Oh, thanks. It's man. been a good run. It's been a great run. I want to thank, obviously, PHNX for trusting us with this crew, obviously. Thanks for letting this happen. Thanks to you gentlemen for making the show amazing. Obviously, both of you have been great. I've known you for quite a while, Owen, so thank you for always having my side up here in the press box and making a great place. I'm on pressure, but we still create <laughs> a great friendship. And thank you to the fans. I got to help them out. They've, they've accepted me. Even in a dead kind of hashtag tweet, <laughs> they they love me. I'm no Sean DePaz, but I think I got a, lo a little bit of love from the chat. So always thanks thanks for the support and love, guys. That note, I think it's time to say that uh, Devin has left the building. Yep. Go, leave. Leave the building. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, Edwin did accept a new position. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'm hearing he's going to be with uh, covering the Houston Astros. In fact, I bring out the trash cans. Oh, if you're not an Astro fan, I'm sorry, but I'll be go I'll be going to Houston to be MLB.com reporter. So if you want to follow me, please do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, proud of you, man. You're going to kill it over there. And uh, yeah, man, uh, congratulations. Oh like man, that's about all we've got now, isn't it? Now we got a got got a big week coming up. Yeah, we're now you know Rising isn't done playing this week. So they ain't done. They ain't done. <laughs> The grind doesn't stop, no. except for Edwin, who's leaving. Oh, man. Uh, he's going to leave us when it gets good. Uh, big week for Rising. Uh, U.S. Open Cup play this Wednesday against Sacramento. Sacramento is actually playing tomorrow in USL yep. Championship uh, play, so we'll see how they're doing. Um, up at 10 a.m. You know where to look. ESPN Plus. It's going to be fun. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how they're doing. They're playing uh, three games in like seven days, right? It's going to be tough for them. Yeah, so after tonight's win, I'm feeling really confident about their, their chances over there in Sacramento. Um, and after that, they're going to be playing Tampa Bay on ESPN too, right? Yeah, finalizing Tampa Bay Rowdy next week. Big time, big time. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Fireworks after the show, which uh, is not going to be five fun. p.m. kickoff. So, guys, if we're if I'm looking red, 
You know, SPF 80 for sure. Um, but yeah, all of you to assume I've not got a 100 one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. So, if you haven't purchased tickets to that, come through. Uh, you guys can maybe hang around here while the fireworks happen and then uh, ruins our broadcast. So, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Edwin, thanks again, man. Appreciate you. I feel so much. like, yeah, I feel like just one last comment here. Yeah, we better wrap this up because I feel like there's a there's an alcohol-induced coffin for Edwin to be laid in. Oof. Deadwin, sorry. Deadwin to be laid uh, in. Bottle ain't going to make it, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, Alex here says best best of luck of uh, to you, Edwin, Tyler, as well. Uh, thank you to everyone in the chat. Uh, again, thank you so much for the super chat. Rumor uh, has it, if you drop a $20 or more super chat in here, I will disclose the location of Edwin's leaving. Drink. Oh, wow. Be on the lookout for <laughs> oh, that. Wow. But yeah, Scott You've not got much time, so you better get it in quick. <laughs> Scott Mitchell, again, thank you so much for that super chat. Uh, Tyler, thank you for being on the chat way before anybody else. I <laughs> appreciate you on that. Uh, we got Kieran in the chat here as well. Uh, PHNX Sports is nice. Look at that. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> Oh, that's you. Okay. That's I, thought, I thought it was like Jacob or something. No, I didn't read the last me, part. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you haven't yet, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, PHNX underscore underscore rising. Double the underscores. Double the fun, even with Deadwing gone. We'll still be double the fun. That's true. Just oh. without Edwin. Dang. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna it's been a great ride. Thank you again, Edwin. Uh, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll send you some money so you can get a shot. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it from us tonight here at Wild Horse Pass against Rising. Uh, win three zero over uh, San Antonio FC. It's gonna be a big week, Owen. Uh, so make sure to stay tuned. And again, follow us on Twitter. Stay tuned to all of our coverage. Until then, be well, be safe. We will see you on Tuesday. <laughs>